Hello and welcome to Ranching the Geese podcast. Uh, my name is Kiko Gomez, uh, and my my uh, tall, handsome friend uh, and co-host Nate Jensen. Nate, it's been too goddamn long. It feels like uh, almost a year since we did a podcast together. We you just want to say it's just it, that it's been and it felt like an annual year thing we've been doing trying to do a podcast. I mean, I mean, yeah, but unfortunately, with me graduating college and moving across the country, I haven't really had time for podcasting. So now that we're a little more settled, right. we can start doing these a little more. Right. So now, because okay. the the both of us had COVID, that shut uh, that's just, that completely messed with things too as well. Then work schedule got busy for the both of us, and so completely, we've been sidetracked with so many things. We would want to get. Uh, a podcast off for the longest time, but it feels weird that we're making another podcast a year later, it seems like. So, <laughs> um, but any Q, we have lots to talk about stuff that we're behind in and stuff that we should definitely um, uh, bounce off from. So, Nate, what, what would be the first topic of the, the podcast? All right, I will talk. And I know it's been a couple years from now, a couple years since then. I want to talk about the COVID year, 2020, and the, our top five movies that we have. Yes. Like I said, I know it's been, you know, a couple of years since then. But we figured, rolling back in, let's start with something simple. Let's start with something. Because despite COVID and everything being pushed out to 2021, there were still some decent movies that came out that year. Agreed, agreed. And so... Um, Nate, we're gonna we're gonna start with our number five, and then we'll work our way up. Sounds good. Oh, I mean, not my list isn't in any particular order. So if you want to, that's mine fine. is mine. Mine is mine is mine is in no particular order. <laughs> okay, well, I will start with my number five, and then we'll we'll then I'll bounce off to the uh, no to no particular order that you're from. So my my number five pick for 2020 is Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, to me, that's the best video game adaptation I've seen in years. The the just the the the, the, the if you remember the backlash for the CGI for the character was completely uh, completely just horrible. The the, the it, we'll get to Free Guy in a moment. I know you're gonna talk we'll talk a lot about Free that's Guy. That's 2021, so we're not gonna talk about it quite yet. Right. Um, was it was it free guy? Was that one movie had the song? I'm gonna we're gonna go find that that one. Thing. That was the that had the Sonic. That Is it came the Sonic? out this year. Yeah. That was Chip and Dale. Yeah. Oh yeah, Chip and Dale. Fuck, I forgot no, about that. Was that. This year. That's right. Chip and Dale. Holy we're shit. not talking okay, about that now, though. No, talking about Chip and Dale. Okay, anywho, no, but Sonic the Hedgehog um, had a controversy of the CGI stuff, but now you know the we they reworked it the CGI for it. And the characters acted true to the character of, like, say, the cartoons and the comic books. And I, I feel like it's a very faithful adaptation of the character. So um, I, I, I'm giving a recommendation for number five because, to me, the, the action is good in it. The humor is really good in it. You got Jim Carrey, who brings back his flavor of, like, comedic timing. And it's fully, I missed that from Jim Carrey. So to me, that's my number five pick. So, I mean, Sonic was pretty good. I, I did enjoy it. Um, having grown up with, you know, those games, I thought it was really good. 
I also thought that it could have been a little better. I thought it was weird that they picked um who was the main guy in Sonic, not the voice actor for Sonic, but the the main guy. I uh, that uh, James Marsman as the yeah the, the, as the, the yeah. 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 I thought it was kind of weird that they picked him, considering his track record with CGI animals. Because if you remember, <laughs> he also did Hop. Yes, yes, he did Hop. Yes, and that didn't turn out very well. No, but I feel like again, I feel no. like this is why I think it's a. I just it's feel like better... we could have had, at least with Sonic, because so the whole point of Sonic back in the '90s, for those of us old enough to remember, was he was the more radical, the more edgy, hip, cool, whatever uh, version of Sonic. You know, gotta go fast. He was a he was an asshole. He was a jerk. That was his whole game. Well, it, no, it, he was a more of a sarcastic, witty, like you know, mm. just in your face. In the cartoons, maybe, but yeah, in games, but in the comics, yeah, yeah, in the game, he yeah. was just you know, if he waited too long, he would just straight up leave. Right. But he was, you know, he wasn't mean, like a mean person, a mean character, but he was definitely not nice, you know. And then, of course, we get into Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure Two with Edgy the Hedgy over there, and that's a whole different story. Right. But yeah, let's let's get to your uh, movie that you are not in okay. particular order. Yeah, this so my list is in no particular order whatsoever. Um, so these you know are all subject to moving around. Uh, but my number five spot is filled up by the Spencer Confidential, a movie that released on Netflix starring Mark Wahlberg. Mm. I loved that movie. I thought it was funny. I thought it was well-written. You know, not the best movie of 2020 by far, but I still thought it was a very good movie, and I really enjoyed it. And if I recall correctly, Post Malone was in there, too. What, Post Malone? What? Yeah. <laughs> Post Malone was in the movie. Holy shit. So, yeah, he but played I, a guy called Squeeb. And then, of course, you have okay. Alan Arkin, who is... Just an old man genius, so mm -hmm. what other post Malone cameos he did? He didn't really do a cameo, he had a full on part. Uh, really? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's my in no specific quarter number five. So, okay, okay, okay. Um, in my number four spot was Bill and Ted Face the Music. Uh, that, to me, was not my top pick. Again, uh, no specific order, but I have loved <laughs> the Bill and Ted movies since my dad's first showed them to me when I was, like, I think nine or ten. So, Bill and Ted 3, he would have loved it. Um, so, you know, that one holds a special place. So, okay, okay. Even more sentimental than anything. I know a lot of people don't like it. A lot of people loved it. So, to each their own, you know? I mean, I liked it. I didn't think it was the best movie yet by far, but I did think that for those of us who liked Bill and Ted, and for those people who are just beginning to discover the fact that Keanu Reeves does not just play John Wick, I thought it was good. Yeah, I, I, I look, I really do like. Um, going Ted, uh, but I feel like it, it was a little bit of a of a letdown for me 
That's not my just that's not my disappointing film of 2020. But I feel like the, the humor should have been stronger. Um, well, they can't do that because they have to play a character from the 80s and the, the humor was very different from then. So they had to just replay themselves but older. So right, right, right. They're the they're the uncool dads that everybody makes fun of. Until, you know, the ending. Uh, fun, fun fact about Post Malone is that he also was a... Uh, a a gay minor character in uh Guy Ritchie's Wrath of Man as a bank robber. So mm. uh, I'm yeah. not sure where that came but, from, but all right. <laughs> well, keep going, we're, we're moving on. Oh, we're moving on, man. I'm sorry. Hey, no, no, I'm try- okay, I'm trying to like find post Balone, okay? And then, like there's other credit roles I've not seen him in. So anywho. Um so the number four for me um is the anime movie uh the cruise in a new age. And it feels like that movie was a complete reboot, soft reboot of that series. But the humor to me was fucking golden. I, I loved just the, the wit, some of the sarcastic one-liners, and there's just the the uh it had it had to do with a lot of the interplay with the characters of the main family, the crudes. And how they've interacted with it with a new family dynamic, and to me that it's just like it's a really to me a special film that doesn't get a whole lot of love or respect even from 2020. Uh, even when COVID was shutting down, that was one of the only few movies that was still playing in 2020 in theaters in a, a limited theatrical run where theaters were actually showing movies. And the crew, the new age, is as is essentially you know has been in that box of a market for a good three to four months. Um, so I, I that's why Cruising New Age, New Age for me is at my, my, my number four. It's just the, the, just the character work and just the humor in it I, I, I fully enjoyed. So My wife loves the Crude movies. The Crude movies. She can quote Crude's one forward to back. Mm-hmm. She loved number two. For me, I thought Cruise One was pretty good, you know. Cruise two for me though was like a lot of misses for me, but that's just because mm. of you know, like, oh, I've never eaten a banana before. Dude, Cruise One literally showed a monkey handing you a banana. Like right. <laughs> and you look, bananas were such a big deal. Why didn't you freak out then? Like that was my whole that was my whole like mm, okay. Yeah, and and so it's like that's why I feel like it's like a soft reboot of the series. It seems like because all I know do... is they're continuing it on Hulu in a series. So and and to me, like that's fine. I I think that's their. I think the long term strategy is to have a a IP as viable as the Crudes. So I, I'm not going to be surprised yeah, if they, is... in the near future. DreamWorks, right? Yeah, it's streamers. Yeah, so I, I'm not. Yeah, but uh, I don't want to. I see this is my problem with streamers. I think they're probably gonna reboot Shrek, but that's like I don't know. Yeah, because no. Shrek. <laughs> everybody loves well, Shrek. Well, I know everybody loves Shrek. But let, let let's let's uh, let's go to to what you're you always you do you, you, you number four or you number three? Well, okay. I'm number three let's, now. Let's go, okay, let's go to number three. My number three. Uh, was the Invisible Man. 
that horror movie that came out in 2020. Honestly, while it wasn't the best horror movie I've ever seen, I did think it was a nice workaround of the Invisible Man story. You yes. know? Instead of this guy that's just, you know, invisible for the sake of being invisible and realizes there's a lot of problems with that. Uh, it's an abuser who, quote-unquote, dies, but then is constantly harassing the person that lives in his house. I believe it's his wife? Or fiance? I can't remember exactly, but... Yeah, it's, it's, it's been so, a while. It, Yeah, so that is up at my uh, number two on my list of the invisible man uh the that movie in itself was probably the the best it does have some horror elements into it but it also has a bunch of like uh suspense because you got a guy who you thought that's been killed and then he turns into like a creepy stalking predator with a really truly like fully invisible suit so they modernized that that character into into these times when, when the immunity movement was really strong. And so the Invisible Man it was really an allegory of how you see the uh the eyes of what you know what a woman goes through. Mm -hmm. And so to me that's that's a brilliant fucking film written and directed really well too. So the Invisible Man is my number two. Mm -hmm. But my my it's number three, three uh because we're because we're felt like we're gonna switch and <laughs> uh, my number three is Greenland because that's a really good apocalyptic thriller uh, starring Gerard Butler. And sometimes Gerard Butler doesn't make really good popular thriller movies. Says you. Uh, I love Gerard Butler. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gerard but, Butler, no, Carl Green Urban. Mm. Yeah. Well, the, okay, so Gerard Butler for me, it's sometimes he's hit and miss. He has a lot of misses on the romantic comedy front. But he, when he does well, the action stuff, not always. I mean, do I have to cite? Do I have to cite? Do I have to cite to you the Bounty Hunter to you? I love that movie. I don't know what you're talking about. I thought that movie was hilarious. <laughs> okay, because like, look, look, I've seen the Ugly Truth, and that movie was also complete garbage. I'm fire. not saying all of these movies are good. <laughs> <laughs> But you leave the bounty hunter's name out of your mouth. I thought it was hilarious. Okay, 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 okay. But no, but no. Greenland for me is it was a superb number three pick because you got really, you got the lady from the X Men films, and you got Gerard Butler just trying to go off and try to be back with his family. And so you see that that traumatic that that tension in the story where he's trying to get to his family, and are they going to live? Are they going to live? And it's just to me, it's a brilliant film. I like it. Mm -hmm. So, all right. So you already talked about your number two, which was the Invisible. I did talk. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah. What's your? Well, I'm going to talk about my number two. Again, no particular order. Uh, An American Pickle, the HBO movie starring Seth Rogen. Mm -hmm. I thought it was really well done. And normally, I'm not a huge fan of Seth Rogen's. A lot of Seth Rogen's films, like there's the Green Hornet. I thought the Green Hornet was just a dull and a lazy cash grab. It was a running out the back of superhero movies. It, it uh, was a then, terrible. Then there's, there's movies like you know Pineapple Express or you know The Interview or you know those movies I think are hilarious. Are they appropriate? Hell no. Are they hilarious? No. Yes. But I thought American Pickle was really good because not only did he play him, you know, his main character, 
but I believe he also played his grandfather, who fell into a pot of uh, pickle, uh, pickle uh, brine. I don't know if he did play the. Let me rephrase. He played the grandfather who fell in the plot in the pickle brine. Mm -hmm. But it was actually also based off of, of a book, if I recall correctly. Uh, based off of a, a 2013 short story called Sell Out. So, I don't know. It's been a little while since I've watched it. I'm probably going to have to watch it again to really refresh my memory on it. But I just remember really enjoying the movie when it came out. But then again, it was also COVID right. and I was trapped indoors. So, I was probably maybe it was just because I was trapped inside and desperate for things to watch. I don't know. Right. <laughs> like I said, I'm going to have to watch it again because, and with all these movies, I'm going to have to watch them again because I need to make sure that, you know, they were actually good and not just good because I was stuck inside due to COVID. Right. right. Or, you know, working my tailbone off as a essential worker. Yeah, we, me and you are both essential workers in 2020. Yeah, so. casinos aren't essential. Neither are hunting stores. I said it. And, and, and that's said, and that's said. Well, you know what? Let's go to the number one of 2020. All right, my, first. My, my pick for 2020, it was, the, it was the last movie I seen in 2020 in theaters, and it is Bad Voice for Life. To me, it, it was a marriage of the return of the cast of Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. The chemistry has not changed. I loved it from top to bottom. Uh, a fresh new sense of direction from two up to upcoming directors or that were were attached to a movie that we'll talk later on um i.e the batgirl we'll get that later but just the action the comedy bits in that fantastic i like i like bad boys for life if not seen it give it a shot because i know you like bad boys too correct i, th I did like bad boys for life um now, granted, I've only seen it once, and I was doing a lot of homework because I was trying to graduate. <laughs> Obviously, it didn't happen because COVID. Um, but I still like Bad Boys 2 better. But again, Bad Boys for Life did not get my full attention because I was doing homework. So I will have to watch it again to see if it's actually as good as you know you say. Because I've heard movies that are as good as you say, and I don't think they're very good. Like Keanu. We're not going to talk about that one. Oh, okay. See, and, and we're, we're bringing it back again. That damn fucking discussion where I yep. love the film. We, we saw this film together, by the way, guys. We we saw the film and he hated it. I loved it. I thought it was done, so. but you know, whatever. <laughs> right, my right. number one well, pick okay. in, on my list is Greenland. I thought it was good. I like Gerard Butler. Um, I love apocalyptic movies for the most part. I thought 2012 and The Day After Tomorrow were both stupid, but, you know, whatever, besides that. So, yeah, that's that's my number one, quote-unquote, number one pick in, of my non-in-order list because I whipped it together at the last minute. <laughs> well, we, we had a little more time for the, this other part, which is 2021, and we were blessed with so many great films. And so it was like, what, where do we choose from? From these oldest great films 2021. So I, I'm going to start with my number five pick. The movie that I first saw that back in theaters in 2021 was Nobody. Me and my brothers saw it. Great fucking film. It's, it, look, if you if if you cheered when Christopher Lloyd came up with a shotgun, great on you. Because that, that whole scene where he's just blasting people 
made me laugh, cry, and just like full happiness, you know, just seeing Chris Boyd just do something I've never seen done before. So um and, and the guy guy who the guy who is in uh Better Call Saul, the lead actor for nobody, brilliant, you know, just nuance of the character. And I no to me, I I that's a this it was a hard choice of all these other films. I could have put more combat in there, my number number five. But it's just like nobody was still the constant thing in my head where it's just it was it was a fun time coming back to the theaters and that was the movie I picked for number five. So. Well it did put Mortal Kombat after some thinking. Um as my number five. I loved nobody, but I felt that like it was good, but it wasn't good enough for me to keep watching over and over. I can go back and watch Mortal Kombat just because maybe Call me a you know video game nerd, but I love mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat. I know it wasn't the, the video game movie everybody wanted, but at the same time, it had so many just good moments. Uh, you had, what's his name? I can't remember his name all of a sudden. Um, <sighs> what's the end of the character? All young. Oh, but yeah, you had, yeah. You had a... Hiroyuki Sonata playing Scorpion, and I and, and my, love him. My God, I love uh, the the best role I've seen him in. I, I take it back. There's other better roles, but to me, that that's a fantastic casting as Scorpion. So, just him him speaking in his natural language, and then just doing the action scenes, uh, even at the climactic fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I see why that's new number five. I see why that's number five. Now, so. don't get me wrong. I'm hoping it gets the next one is better. Yes. But I feel like it was a good start. I feel like, you know, oh. for the most part, it was a good start to uh, begin with because it was just one of those movies that I was like, man, I'm having fun in this. I'm having a good time. You know, I love Mortal Kombat. So that is my number five. Yeah, so yeah, I'm look, I'm look I'm looking forward to the sequel. Apparently, they're gonna have a, a certain character that we've all. I mean, if you don't seen it, there's a certain character and and uh, that's been alluded to at the end towards the end of the film. Well, I'd love to see this character. He was he he was prominent in the first Mortal Kombat movie back in '95. So I'm just telling you guys, like Mortal Kombat the 2021 version. It's not bad. It's not bad. But uh, let's if go. If you're gonna watch Mortal Kombat, we just don't watch Mortal Kombat aftermath. Don't watch it. No, no, no. And Mortal Kombat Annihilation was fucking the worst thing I've seen. So that's I'd like skip. <laughs> just yeah. like the first All one right. from Stars reasons is good. So but let, let's, go, let's go to number four. My number four. This is gonna sound weird because I know a lot of people still didn't like it, but was the Justice League re-release in 2021. The full Zack Snyder cut, all four plus hours of it. I loved it. I thought it was so much better. And this is coming from a guy who actually enjoyed Justice League when it first came out. Right, the, the 2017 version. Yeah, I just thought it was so much well better done. There was so much more information that actually made that the movie actually made sense for once. Mm-hmm. So I and plus I'm a big fan of Batflack, not gonna lie. And yeah. They, okay, so to me, that that is my number three pick, uh, Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League, because it's just 
you had a complete misfire creatively for the 2017 version. Well, that's not it, his fault. It had, I know, no, no, it's not, it's not uh, Zack Snyder's fault because uh, due to unformed, uh, due to tragic circumstances, he had to leave the director's chair. And so in the replacement, you had Josh Whedon and you had two competing visitors in one film. So when the, uh, the Snyderverse, uh, Restored the Snyderverse movement came, they wanted to see the full cut of Justice League. And to me, I'm grateful we got to see this full cut because this film is miles better than the 2017 version. Miles better. Because you got to see a lot more with The Flash. You got to see a lot more with Cyborg. Even Cyborg's story got, you just was fantastic in that film. Mm-hmm. So you even, even got more of the character motivations from the villains, which, again, that was sorely missing. And in we the got Dark Side. Cut. Yes, yes, the, the fully realized version of Starside, and to me, even in the limited role that Starside had, I still liked it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is, to me is a, is a one of the one of the, the, the golden gems that came out in 2021. So, but my my number four um, is a a really good horror film that came out on Netflix and during the summer, and it's Fear Street. Part one, 1994. It harkens back to the, some classic uh, slasher films like Scream. And it's a really good horror, just um, death kills. That I, I Even I was fucking shocked towards the end. So um, it's, a, it's a great addition to the uh, to people who like horror films. Uh, give Fear Street Part 1, 1994 a, a watch. You won't be disappointed. I promise you that. So, um, but what did we go to number four already? Yeah, we did. Oh, man, it was Justice League. Yeah, I haven't seen any of the Fear Street movies because my wife absolutely despises horror films. So, if I watch them, I have to watch them by myself, and we usually watch something together if we watch anything. So, it's on my list. I just haven't watched it yet. Okay, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, but what did I was set by number three already, which is Justice League. All right, my number three was Suicide Squad. The 2021 Suicide Squad. I thought that movie was great. I loved Idris Elba and John Cena both playing up, you know, hamming it up for the camera. Obviously, you have um, Robbie back as Harley Quinn again. You have mm-hmm. Sylvester Stallone as a shark god. King King Shark! King Shark! Who knew... Who? You knew that that character was like the most beloved thing I've seen. Adorable, which is weird. Right. For a giant shark man, he is adorable. Yes. Like like I said, like I said, I still watch Suicide Squad over and over. Yeah, yeah, Peter Capaldi is the villain. Yes. Who's a former Doctor Who? And who apparently mates with Starfish. I'm not going to go into that. So, <laughs> yeah, the, the the film, the film, the film's like two antagonists is over the fucking top, but still, like I, I enjoyed that third act. Third, third act, mm-hmm. the boss, but so. that's not my number five. So, plus yeah. it led up to Peacemaker, which is which I haven't seen yet we, on HBO, we, but I've heard is really good. I've seen it, watch it. It's a brilliant addition to the Suicide Squad. So, um, so all right. Okay, so we're at number two, and we have different 
Vengeance with number two, I think, if I remember correctly. Well, let's find out. Okay, so my number two pick is Spider-Man No Way Home. And I've been begging for a long time for Nate to let me spoil the fuck out of his film. No. Yes, we're spoiling the film. We're not spoiling we're it. <laughs> like, we're not going okay, to spoil the story, but everybody else already knows who's in it. So we can spoil the character, the actors. Yeah, yeah. Because we've seen a yes. minute. That's fine, but the story is really good, and we don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it yet. Okay. Uh, all, 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 I, well, all people would know is that the fact is that, you know, typical Spider-Man wants to do typical Spider-Man thing and try to fix things, right? So that's the basis of what he's trying to do. He's trying to fix things. Um, but having having been said that, yes, the trailers and stuff got leaked. Everything is out there now. You have means, all means. the Spider-Man. And memes. You you had Tommy Aguirre come back, and you have um, you, you have Andrew Garfield come back, and I'm just like when I saw him theaters, I was like crying my eyes out. The the just having him come back to play those characters again after so long has made that year alone just mm-hmm. worth the price. Now, Spider Man No Way Home is my number one for exactly those reasons because Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are back. We have uh, Willem Dafoe. We have Jimmy Fox. We have yeah. kind of Sandman. Kind of they tried to do no, no, it. it, is, it, 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 it yeah, it is Sandman. The actual Sandman. No, Sandman. I know. And then we also had Doctor Octavius come back. I, I mean, I, but I, I cried <laughs> at the end of that movie and in the middle of that movie, I cried like straight up. Like I was not not like oh my gosh, it's so sad. No, I was like oh my gosh, this is happening finally. Yes. Yeah, it, it to me it, to me this was the best fan service film I've seen in such a long time. There there was expectations so high. We're wondering how they're going to pull this off. You, you you've seen already the villains being already uh, shown in some capacity, but then they show the whole roster. But when you see the whole roster in that film, you're like, what the fuck is happening here? And it's amazing. So, but yeah, oh, that's yeah. your number one. Yeah, but what what is your number two? My number two is Free Guy. Ryan Reynolds video game movie. I don't want to say masterpiece because there were a couple things, but it was really, really good. I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. It was just a fun ride from beginning to end with a bunch of cameos because Disney owns everything. <laughs> so the whole like the whole lightsaber thing. <laughs> oh yeah, lightsaber, Captain America, Shield, Hulk's fist, anything, Fortnite. Yeah, yeah any popular Fortnite. game got a shout of some sort. Right. I, I, so. Like Free Guy's not bad. It's not bad. It's it's a it's a um it's a nice time at the theaters. I'll tell you that much. So, um, but we 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 got to your number one and your number two. My number one pick is completely different from Nate's, uh, and it is. The Mitchells versus the Machines, and when it when it got dropped on Netflix, I when I watched it, that film hit me emotionally only because the character worked in that and the lead character and the family dynamics in that film. Like I can relate. I have weird family members, and so trying to have like you know a bond with another family member, it does it does hit me home, and so. Um, it's just to me that's the best film of the year. Um, 
did these music scores good? They, they, they even put in a song. I didn't realize the use of true, true effect and toward, uh, towards the end of the film. And you're like, you're just crying. Like, I can't believe this is so cool. So, yeah. No, I, did like, I did like um, Mitchell's Earth the Machines. My wife liked it more. She wanted to be on today, but she's got stuff she's got to finish. So we almost had another guest. Right. <laughs> but I, I thought it was good. I didn't think it was the best, but it was just one of those where I was like, it was good, but mm, meh. It wasn't like my favorite, you know. Right, right. So, so yeah, yeah. I, I think we 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 talked a lot about what our favorites films, but let's talk about our worst film of twenty twenty. Okay. So my worst film of twenty twenty was is Doolittle. Okay, now I, if you don't know, <laughs> if you don't know, that's I, the movie starring starring Robert Downey Jr. But yeah, go ahead. Based on you know Doctor Doolittle and the Doolittle book, I was so just bored by that movie. Like I actually kind of thought it would be halfway decent. You have Robert Downey Jr., you have John Cena, you have oh, what's her name? I can't remember her name off the top of my head, and it's gonna drive me nuts. I have to look it up. It's gonna drive me nuts. It's gonna drive me nuts too. Uh, Emma Thompson. Damn. Emma Thompson. Okay, got it. Got it. Emma Thompson. And you had Craig Robinson. You had all these fantastic actors that would have been great, and then it was forced. I felt all the humor was really forced, and having looked up stuff on it, it actually indeed was forced. A lot of it. They tried to make it just instead of making jokes that work, they just try to shove it full of jokes and hope one of them hits. They were quantity right. over quality. And, you know, I felt, and I like Robert Downey Jr., but I felt that this was not a good role for him. I felt that it could have been easily given to someone else and call it a day. He, he, was, still, he was still kind of tapping into that Iron Man Iron kind Man. of stick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, when it's you do a movie for, when you do a role for so long, it's kind of hard to step out right away. Right, yeah. So on that one, I can't really blame him as much, but I, I don't know. It's still, it's just it's super just... I turned it off, I think, about halfway through. I tried watching it again a year later, and I turned it off at the same place. I'm like, I just can't do this. Now, I, I think this is where it's going to be a little bit divisive. This is my my worst movie of 2020. Uh, the Babysitter the babysitter Killer Queen. I hated that film. Hated I didn't it. like the first Babysitter. Oh, you didn't like the first? Uh, no, I loved no. the first Babysitter. I loved it. I thought it was a stereotypical... Uh, horror movie. Ooh, the babysitter's a killer. Shock. Well, to, to me, okay, to me, though, the first one was like... I I'm not say, saying it was bad. I'm just saying it was cliche at that point. Well, it, it was a little bit cliche, yeah. The first one was totally like, I, I was in love with it, just because the story work, the character work, and some of the kills from there were pretty good. Uh, but the sequel was complete disappointment across the board. Like there was just they they reworked some of the characters and to fit in a new kind of like reason to you know have the the young character young kid kind of like freak about the return of the babysitter. Um, and even her return is still over the top, hammy, and pretty terrible. 
Um, I hated that film. That film was the worst film for me for 2020 here. So, yeah. But let, let's uh, let's get to 2021 because I think right. we, we are going to be on different different vibes. With this I, one, think I think so. You so. first. Okay, so my worst film of 2021 is actually Halloween Kills. Um, it's just what you when you follow up with a really successful reboot of a movie with great character work, great a great acting, and great you know just kind of like a atmospheric film. Then you follow up with the 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 worst sequel of the whole franchise. You, uh, you, I would not you, say that. Did you see Halloween H2O? <laughs> yes. Now, Halloween H2O was actually better than this mm, film. I didn't I like, like Halloween Kills, but I did not like Halloween H2O much more. Oh, man. See, this, well, this it was a lazy cop-out. Oh, it was all a dream. Oh, come on. Yeah, I, I don't know. But to, to if me, they realized that like, they backed themselves into a corner and went, oh, we're going to kill him because it's just a dream. I mean, we we could talk about Howling Resurrection because there's that that film. So yeah, well, <laughs> let's just admit, like with all of those classic horror franchises, there's goods and then there's really bads. Yes, agreed, 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 agreed. But what what is your number one worst film of 2021? Uh, the Forever Purge. Ooh. I know it's going to get me on a lot of blacklists, but Ooh. I'm sorry. <laughs> What is this? The fourth or fifth Purge movie? A fourth, I think fourth, right? Because you know it's a fifth one, right? Because you got, um, you got the Purge, then you got, um, what was the sequel? Shit! Come on, damn it! Like, because I know the third one's Election Year. What's and you got out? the prequel. Yeah, that's right. It's the fifth movie. It is the fifth movie. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I stopped watching The Purge after the second movie. Really? Yeah, because like I thought the first one was a good concept. You know, like there was that movie The Neighbors a while back. I thought it was a good concept. And then it just got repetitive. Right. Oh, there's a group of people hunting another group of people. Okay. It, it seemed to me more like the Saw franchise in that respect. Same idea. Ramp up the kills by like 300% each movie. Right. Because, um, look, 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 I like The Purge Anarchy, which is a sequel. And I really like that film. I felt like it's a fresh breath air that's brought out the scope of the of that mm -hmm. universe. I enjoyed number two as and, well, but after number two, I, I feel like it was just more of the same. And to be honest, if I'm going to watch a movie about a, a gigantic slaughter that takes place over about 24 hours, mm -hmm. I'm going to watch, I would like to watch a movie about the New Mexico State Penitentiary. Yeah. And, I mean, and the riots that happened there. That was absolutely yeah. horrific. And at least that was based on a true story. The Forever Purge, I just thought it was boring. Yeah. Like, the... I, I went and watched it, and granted, I got all the way through, but at the same time, I was like, man, this movie is just more of the same. That's what I thought about the Saw <laughs> movies. And I never liked the Saw movies, but I at least, you know, gave some a shot. Like, I can think I saw, like, Saw 1, Saw 3, Jigsaw, stuff like that. And, yeah. I, I want to say though, like Saw Two and yeah, Saw Two and Saw One were only the best films out of that franchise. But in in the Purge series, um, 
Anarchy is still is still the best film out of the franchise. I don't know. I like Election Year. That was that was that was decent, but seeing the first purge was a a decline in quality. And if we're like you're you're right, it, it just didn't fall. We didn't fall through with that making something that's new and fresh for that fifth film. So. But um, my yeah. my my yeah, <laughs> my yeah yeah we always switch to our uh, number one and let, let's go let's go to our most disappointing film of twenty twenty or or uh, did did you twenty twenty or twenty twenty one that's I did yeah I did either I did or so okay I only picked one. And for mine, my most disappointing movie was Halloween Kills. Right. I was so looking forward to that sequel. Watched it with a buddy of mine while, while both of our wives were in the other room playing Little Harry Potter on the Xbox. Mm. And I was, like, some of the kills were good. But I was just thought it was just such a... Not dull necessarily well it is it was pretty dull not like bad movie it wasn't a bad movie by any respect but i thought i just thought that it wasn't it wasn't enough yeah like it didn't focus on michael hardly at all and on one hand i get it i do it focused on oh everybody else is a monster you know everybody else is turning on each other and they you know killed some innocent dude that was just freaking out Right, but I, who, for me, I was not, more. Just, who they, yeah, yeah. Who they me, died, I was more like, the... like obviously you can see from the beginning it's not him because Michael Myers is like this six foot something giant, mm. or at least he was in the Rob Zombie movies. I'm not sure if it was heightened the in the other one in these ones. You know, Michael Myers never takes off his mask, and you know he's always very just stoic and calm, like he doesn't like freak out or anything. So obviously you can tell this person is not Michael. Right, but you know, bad mentality, <laughs> herd mentality. Now, yeah. like, so I'm hoping that the next movie, Halloween Ends, will be better. I, I'm like, that's not my most anticipated film, but I am gonna watch it to see how they phase it out. So we'll see. Like after the disappointment and Halloween Kills, I'm just like, I don't. They, they're gonna only go up, upwards from from there. So, but my most disappointing film. Of either gear hmm. belongs to Wonder Woman. Woman. If you okay. want to learn more of my thoughts about uh, Halloween Kills, you can read my review on our website. Yes, yes. Uh, a, a nice plug in for a ranting, ranting, a ranting up a geek uh, uh, review website of uh, review from Nate Jensen, who who actually reviewed Halloween Kills. So, um. <clears throat> But yeah, my most disappointing film in the last two years it belongs to London Woman in 1984, and this 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 follows up with the success of the first Wonder Woman film, um, where you had a fantastic origin story set up, and you had, you know, you you had many places to go to kind of follow up with the character. You could have set her in the present and see what she had to do with, you know, in the modern times. Or you could essentially do another background story of what she's done in the past and still focus some stuff in the present. But that film was whole entirely set in the 80s. But minus that, 
the the story work in that film, even the reason behind the motivation of the of the villain, was completely laughable to me. They 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 completely made a mess of a, a mess of a character on the one woman. Don't get me wrong, the Gatos actually well were best in that film, but the character work for Wonder Woman was just not as I think great, not like it was in the first film, and so. And he even brought Chris Pine back in the greatest way possible, and it was just like, no. Why though? <laughs> no, that's my entire thought on that movie. Was like, don't get me wrong, it was all right. Like, I, right. there were parts I enjoyed, but at the same time, you know, you killed off Chris Pratt, and now you're bringing him back. And I get it, it was like a wish thing, but at the same time, like, come on, guys. He's yeah, dead. Just... Leave the man alone. <laughs> yeah, and, and and you know, um, yeah, poor Steve Trevor. My God, I feel sorry for the dude. <laughs> but the but the thing is, is that um, uh, the the best part of that film is actually the opening sequence, the mall scene, like that. That started off as a banger, and then it just goes downhill quality. So, mm -hmm. yeah. That that's that's my most disappointing film in the last two years is Wonder Woman 1984. So, right. Okay. What was so what, what we got next? Yeah, what we got next, Nate? All right. Uh, fall movie picks of 2022. Now these are picks that we are you know thinking about and we're going to decide uh, based on what's coming up here soon. So. Right. Uh, right. So my first one was uh, The Woman King. I had recently seen a trailer for this, and I thought it looked really well. So. Yeah, I yeah I've seen the trailer for that too. I do think that's gonna that's gonna really you know get the demographic for the for those who are into that mm -hmm. type of film. I I mean you both gonna be like this. It, it does have some action. It does have a really strong storyline. It seems like so. Mm -hmm. like and we're, we're definitely. It also stars. I don't remember her name. Um, Is it uh, Viola Davis? Violet, yeah, Viola Davis. Yeah. So and, if you don't know who she is, she's been in movies like. In shows like How to Get Away with Murder, she's been in um, Suicide Squad. She plays um, uh, Amanda Waller. Name. Yes, thank you, Waller. Yeah, so. Amanda, Amanda Waller. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so yeah, but yeah, no, yeah, I I do want to see that. So it's, it's, it's on my list of things I want to see. But mm -hmm. I I I uh, I would like to see. That's coming out later this month, Hocus Pocus two. Um, and I know you you got some reservations for it. I'm actually excited for it. Um, I won't say the reservations. I'm just have never been a huge fan of the Hocus Pocus franchise. Never. No, I'm not saying it's bad by any means. Not saying mm -hmm. it's bad. It's just never been my thing. You know. Yeah, it's never one of those totally... movies where I'm like, yeah, you know, I want to go see it. I'm like, oh, it's it's okay. You know, it's not like my favorite, but I'll watch it if it's on. It's not really going to be my, you know, 
my cup of tea, so to speak. Yeah, I, I, so. I, 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 look, it's been too long. It's been rumored about for years of doing a sequel, and now it's finally materialized. It's coming on Disney Plus on September 30th. So I, I'm definitely going to check it out. And I, I'm probably, your, your wife is probably going to see it too as well. So I believe so. Yeah. I think she's talked about it once or twice. Right. <laughs> um, but there's another film that I'm also interested in one to see is the School of Good and Evil. The trailer dropped not too long ago. Um, it feels like an X-Men vibe like kind of film. That's all that's mm -hmm. the thing I got from it. So I like I said, I'm interested, we'll see. So. I actually haven't heard anything about that, but that's because with you know me moving and everything, I'm a little behind. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, but what what's that's your what's behind. your second Yeah, what's uh, your second Amsterdam. thing you got going on? Ooh, okay. Tell me, no, tell me about it. None, none of mine are in order of release date. These are just movies that I've seen that I'm like, oh man, I really want to see this. Amsterdam, I thought, looked really good. I'm interested in what the plot might be. I mean, we've seen a little bit, but you have a star-studded cast. Mm -hmm. And I think this movie, based on the little trailers I've seen, is either going to be really good or not bad, but definitely mediocre. You know, just right. one of those run-of-the-mill right. movies that you see, and it's like, oh, it was good, but it wasn't, you know, anything to remember, you know. So. Yeah, I, I you know, and, you know, it, it, we, we could be surprised. Maybe there'd be an Oscar nomination or two coming out from the film, so we'll see. It depends. Um, depends on how good it is, so. Yeah, that definitely depends, for sure. Um, me and you both are on the same wavelength for the next pick, I think. Uh, did you did you say Avatar as well, or is it Wakanda Forever? I have not said Avatar, because um, I don't think Avatar comes out yet, does it? Yeah, it comes out at the end of the year. Oh, it does? Yeah, it does. <laughs> oh, look at that. Yeah, yeah, Honestly, yeah, my thing for... was Avatar was okay. It was alright. The first one. It has never been my uh, my cup of tea, so to speak. Mm -hmm. It was all right. Um, I didn't understand all the hype behind it, and I even and yes, I did see it in three D. I did just did not understand all of the hype behind that movie. Okay. I thought it was just one of those things where I was like, "It's okay. I don't I don't get it, but it's okay." Right. Well, I'm so, looking forward to it because it's like I'd seen the movie in theaters as well. Didn't see it in 3D, but I saw it in theaters. And I do think it's a good film as well, directed by James Cameron. Uh, yeah, the story is pretty hokey. I'll give you that. Like, it's just. The story's very hokey. <laughs> it is a hokey story. Right. Come on, let's right. be real. For, for real. But, I, but you, you have better pick than I do. And I forgot to put it on there. But you said. Um, Black Panther of Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Forever. Mm -hmm. Now, keep in mind, this is only just, the trailer's only just released a little bit ago. Hmm. So we don't have too much information on it. But we do know that it takes place after, well, not takes place after, but it's it was filmed after T'Challa's actor. I can't remember uh, the name of but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chad, Chadwick Boseman. So. Yes, thank you. 
but it took yeah, place after he, he dies because yeah. there's even a thing where you see on the you know there's like a mural how they did with like Iron Man in No Way Home. Yes, yes. So there's a, there's a mural and everything. So I, I do. Where they're I think they're gonna keep the what happens to Black Panther under wraps because mm -hmm. again I think they're gonna treat it as as reverence to. King Kochala's character as best they can, because everyone yeah. loved the first Black Panther film. Um, that that film made seven hundred million dollars here stateside, so mm -hmm. it it has a lot to live up to in in the sequel. So when you have a, a a main character, a main actor who died, how do you make a story post that character? And so yeah. what the what so what the Marvel guru uh, Kevin Feige said. We're not going to recast T'Challa, but he's but he's not crawling down the rumors of who would be the next Black Panther. And if if comic books are actually a metric, you could see the sister of Black of the of T'Challa being taken up the mantle of Black Panther. We don't know yet. This is I just speculation. A lot of people yeah, I and, see and, are wanting Killmonger to come back, and I'm like, well, then it would just you know. Literally, it would just take everything that he did, you know, he died, and he was just, you know, just n n make it nothing. It would suck. I don't want Killmonger to come back. I think how he did. Yeah, yeah I love, look, they, 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 they did a really good, like, Killmonger thing in Black Panther, and they brought him back for the what if uh, mm -hmm. so. uh, stuff. Although, yeah. if we're going in, if we're going into multiverse like we have been you never know what can mm. happen no and the, but this is the movie that ends phase four and so uh look there there's so much to say about that in in terms of marvel's phase four me and you got and me and you both have different appearances in certain films so but this could be this is the top this is the end of the phase four and I, I I like to see it going on high note. This is hopefully the high note that going on on phase four before phase five. So, um, what what? So let's go with the the, the, the third pick that you had going on. Um, I picked. Let's see, we talked about that one. Well, we'll we'll talk about that one at the end because we both picked that one. Uh, Black Adam. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm really. I don't want to say excited. Apprehensive. I think The Rock will do well, but I'm I'm not sure. You know. Well, they they, they have. I feel a... like it could be done well if if everything's done right. But I also feel like this could just be like another movie that just kind of flops. So yeah, I think. Because they moved, they moved the Flash, then they moved uh, Shazam to next year, and so the only thing on the slate for DC is Black Adam. Um, and look, I I have my reservations to as well. I mean, look, I, that that character was dropped like nearly five years ago mm -hmm. in a Comic Con, and now or five years later, it's here. But it's it going to be something like it's going to be. On the caliber of the Suicide Squad, or is it kind mm -hmm. of like mid-level, like the the first Suicide Squad? You know, just mm -hmm. in terms of story. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. 
So we will we will definitely take we will definitely see. I'm not sure what'll happen, but we'll find out. And yeah, definitely. I, I I'm gonna go and speed run for a moment here. Um there's a biopic that's coming out. I'm interested in watching Whitney Houston's biopic. Uh, I want to dance with somebody comes out in December. So a trailer has not been dropped yet, but I do want that's on my fall picks. I want to see. And then a trailer did drop for um, Ryan Johnson's sequel to Knives Out. Um, uh, Glass Onion comes out during the fall season. Really excited about what the uh, what he brings to the table for the sequel on netflix so that's that was mm -hmm. a quite acquisition by netflix and it's a smart move to add to their library category so i cannot yeah. wait to see that and last but not least um it's clerks three this to me is my most actually anticipated film of this year right really? behind black panther yeah no it's i like, thought you would have picked um the till or till uh, yeah, the M no, see the Emmett Till thing, like I've seen I've like it the subject matter on Emmett Till is still pretty it's I don't want to say controversial, but more like fresh. It's still fresh in, it's still fresh in people's mind. It hasn't really gone away. But that that could be leading to more discussions about the race stuff and how things have been since that incident. Um and it's gonna spark an, an online debate with that film. Mm -hmm. But I want to. I want, do want to see the uh, the Emmett Till movie, the bio, the, the the depiction of that story. We'll see. Yeah. I want to see how it goes. But no, by my but my most anticipated film is actually Clerks Three, because that that film was in development in development hell for years by by true. Kevin Smith. Very true. And so I'm glad he had to, he got the funding for Clerks Three, and. I, I'm really excited for this film. You, you got you got the return of almost every single character within the Askew universe. Mm -hmm. you, you got some really good jokes in there. Um, they, they teach you just a little bit, um, and I'm I'm excited. I'm Jaden saw Bob back in there. Kirk's three. I don't I don't think it'll be the best comedy of the year, but I do think it'll be a fun time at the movies. So, um, yeah. That that's my most anticipated of twenty of twenty twenty two. So, in the fall. Okay. Well, we'll see how you can do. I'm pretty excited to look. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But let's talk about the one of these the state of streaming. Um, Nate, what 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 are we going to talk about in, in terms of that? Well, first off, I want to cover HBO Max. And the fact that I think they are doing some stuff that is stupid. No, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Let's start with the big one that we both were like, what the fuck, right? So, mm -hmm. Batgirl. Yep, Batgirl. Uh, dropped by um, HBO Max and pretty much canceled. We'll never see it. They even had a, a viewing party like to see it go down. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's just like they wrote it as a tax write-off because that film cost reportedly ninety million dollars, and it was almost done. It was like just close to being complete, but they they canned the film because of tax write-off. But they won't 
uh, at least like the flash. They won't show it to us. Yeah, I know. And that's the team. I want to see it. I don't care how terrible that film is. Like, it has to be better than Catwoman. Has to be. I. When did Catwoman come out? Uh, back in the 2000s. Like oh, that Catwoman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that Catwoman. That movie. I don't want to talk about that one. <laughs> like, no one was talking weird. about that film. But I just say, I'm just saying to you, uh, DC only has a bunch of bad films. Like, Jonah Hex, terrible film. So, what's more I kind of like Jonah For the most part. You like oh, okay. some, I yeah, it, was, it wasn't bad. It wasn't great by any means, but it wasn't bad. Right, but but DC does have some really horrible films on its slate. Like even Superman: Quest for Peace was terrible. So again, again, mm-hmm. what 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 is like the head of Warner Brothers thinking and axing Batgirl? He had Martin well, Keaton come back as as Batman in that film uh, specifically. Well, it's also supposed to be coming back in the Flash. So we'll we'll see. I hope it's good. But when it comes to the flash itself, that we can do a whole nother segment on that. Yeah, I'm gonna do it right now, but do it another time <laughs> when there's more information. Well we, we yeah, the so the flash isn't coming out until next year, but there's still so much to unravel with the flash, it just does deserve its own segment. Cause in the state of DC, that's a whole different ballpark of of the conversation for mm-hmm. sure. But in terms of the, the of the HP Max decision, David Zasloff, who's the CEO of HP Max, he he made the, the one of the worst calls. And the on the other hand, too, the publicly publicly removing a lot of these Sesame Street episodes was also a terrible move too as well. Because that's an iconic IP that was birthed by our own tax dollars. And it, it and then the Warner Brothers acquired uh Sesame Street. To try to quote save the show, but now you have the the, the powers that be said, nope, we're going to move some shows from our catalog. And what does that tell you that they're they're not thinking forward of keeping their catalog, you know, secure? Well, with HBO, considering they just dropped House of the Dragon, I'm sure they didn't want anything getting rid of their Game of Thrones money. No, no, and and look, I, Game of, Game of Thrones is still a lucrative property. Never seen and, it. I've seen I've seen the whole seven seasons and um it's good for its most parts, but the finale to me was probably the most disappointing for me. So but like that, I said, I've never how, seen it. It's something that's been on my list, but I just I don't have time to sit down and watch seven seasons worth of <laughs> naked ladies. Yeah. Says the guy who sat down and watched the entirety of Supernatural, okay? So I didn't watch the entirety of Supernatural. Oh, I don't know. I think that's someone else then. No, that's that Matt, was someone else. Yeah. That was bad. No, yeah. I sat down and watched the entirety of Castlevania. And which Oh yeah. Ah yeah. I need to finish I need to finish I need to finish Castlevania. I need to finish Castlevania because I need to, I need yes, to finish you do. that. But again, you need to the Witcher the Witcher though, solid solid outing. Second season solid outing. But uh um, what what we see the other additions uh, about with uh, HBO Max? Well, I know they renewed some other shows, which I'm happy about, like Harley Quinn. 
Yes, yes. Which apparently uh, they're showing on TNT. I'm not sure how that's working. Or TBS, one of them. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, yeah. But as I, far I, as you know, I'm concerned, I haven't looked too much at it, so I'm not 100%. Because it doesn't drop a bunch of other shows, and people are mad. Kind of like look, when I, Netflix dropped I, The I, Office. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's <laughs> that's a valuable IP product too. Yeah, but then then the Peacock acquired it. Like here, we're gonna bring it back to our home base, you mm-hmm. know. So, <laughs> but, I'm, um, I'm sure it's a good show, but I've never um understood the office. Yeah, so. I it, yeah for me personally, if they if you you seen Young Justice, right? Yes. The uh the the multi the kind of like yes. young version yeah yeah the young version of the Justice League per se. So yeah I just yeah I just finished that fourth season and it's but I like I like the story threads in that in that season. So I'm hoping that Ace Room actually renew it for one more season. And cap off that whole series because that's a fantastic series. So well, my hopes are, so. yeah. There's the, the cancellations are coming, Nate. We're gonna figure out what's being saved and what's being canceled. Um, yep. I I just finished what Westworld season two, just to kind of because Westworld right now is uh, season four has just dropped. So I'm behind some stuff, but there are there. I, I know the I'm- HBO Max. Is, they're going to try to keep some of their catalog, the, 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 the most popular titles still around. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. I haven't seen Westworld either. There's a lot of shows on HBO Max I haven't seen yet, and that's just because life got in the way, and I just probably got HBO Max a little while ago. So, Right. right. But let's let's talk about Netflix's stuff, that what they're doing, because that's also another thing in the streaming wars that we need to talk about. Mm-hmm. So... The main thing I want to talk about with Netflix is their recent hit and misses. And I say that because Resident Evil just got axed. The series yeah. got axed. It's not coming back for a second that, season. That was one and done. And, and to me, like, look, I, I've not seen it either, but it is worth commenting on because the fact is that the other like Resident Evil stuff that came out in the last few years has been also a hit or miss. Like some of the, the animated CGI stuff was pretty decent. I'm not gonna lie. That that was good. The live action mm-hmm. front both on the TV series and on the movie itself, just the movie itself, the Rocket of Raccoon City was not the best quality I've seen. Like yes, you gave me some fan service of the, the storylines from the first two games, but you you needed more of the tension and more of the mm-hmm. um, of the horror vibe setting from the Resident Evil games. So when you translate into the film, it didn't feel like it was that successful in that in that realm. Mm-hmm. And so with with Resident Evil, the TV series, I'm I'm not seen it. If reviews have been terrible on it, uh, fans are polarized on that on that TV show I... as well. Saw a little bit of it, and I mm. didn't. It, I I enjoyed it, and here's why. I knew it was going to be coming from the first two games, 
And if you're really good, if you're even a you know even serious Resident Evil fan, and I'm talking Resident Evil as a whole, not just the movies or anything, mm-hmm. you know for a fact how campy and stupid the first two games were. Right. No, obviously, of course. <laughs> so, I all these people always oh, not serious enough. Well, it never was to begin with. You know, they always had like these extremely, you know, yeah, the plot lines was kind of serious, but they always had these extremely you know, wacky voice actors and stuff, just doing these really, like, just really bad voice acting, because that was the time back then, that's how it did. And if you look at any of the new stuff either, or what are the games, what are the two Resident Evil games people love right now? Um, Resident Evil 4 and Resident Evil Village. Two games that are campy as hell. You know what, the the remake of Resident Evil 4 and I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I love Resident Evil 4. That game was fucking spectacular on the GameCube. Like, I love that game, right? And so now they're remaking it on, uh, on the highest new uh, systems, PS5 mm-hmm. and the Xbox, what XS, right? Series X, yeah. Series, Xbox, X, Series X, yes. Series S. Yeah, and so um, I, I am very. Um, I'm very worried to say the franchise of the Resident Evil. Because well, don't get me wrong, like I, I, I like look, I like that they they did the Resident Evil the reboot sequel. No, but the, they remade Resident Evil Two really good. That's a great upgrade. Mm-hmm. But you also Resident Evil, 3, Resident Evil Four, the reboot, the voice actor for Leon, the original voice actor, has died, so they can't, you know. It's either come with a new voice actor or try to make, you know, his voice line sound better from the first game. So right. you have to remember, with Resident Evil 4, this is just going to be an uplift, most likely. Because everybody loves Resident Evil 4 as it is. I would not be surprised this is just an uplift. But we're not here to talk about video games. We're here to talk about... <laughs> oh, we should do a segment <laughs> on video games one time. We need, if we're calling ourselves geeks, we need to talk about video games sometime. I know. But it's just like we... We are so much behind in so many things, but yes. Besides the Resident Evil video game talk, Resident Evil in itself uh, had is having an identity crisis in terms on its movie front and TV show front. So, I, I do think. Well, I think it's coming under the curse again of video game movies. Yeah, yeah, I think it's really they, hard to do it. Like the because look look Sonic the Hedgehog is the its sequel that came out this year had kind of broken a curse for a moment, but then you then we had Resident Evil come in. But yes, no, but you're also to... saying that because you love Jim Carrey. I do love Jim Carrey. I do. And Idris Elba. <laughs> and, and yeah, Idris Elba as Knuckles. So that's yeah. But that's we're gonna do. Trust me, guys. We're gonna do a 2022, uh, just best and worst. Towards the end of the year, trust me, we got lots, uh, lots to talk about with that. Mm-hmm. But probably January, uh, probably January, ish. Yeah. with all the time. But uh, I think, but didn't did, didn't we? I, this is to, this is where I think you and I are going to be divided, for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. And it's Stranger Things season four. You go first. Okay, like look. If you if you're not a fan of the series by now, um, I, I get it. 
I get it. It's just season four had the even though the kind of like the kind of like shoehorn this villain that kind of ties into to Eleven's history. Like, okay, I get it. You needed the style was a big bad for the, for this season and the next one for its final season. I get it. But overall, the storyline between uh, the kids in Hansonville and the kids who are in California, they're pretty good. The Russian storyline wasn't as strong as probably the weakest part of, of that season. Um, don't get me wrong. I like Joyce and Hopper. Um, love to see that he's back. But again, um, overall, I, I really enjoyed even, even the volume two part. That four hour just marathon to me was a, just fun to watch. So, but Nate, what do you think about the season four of Stranger Four? I don't like Stranger Things. I gave it a shot. I watched the first season and a half. So the first, you know, half of the second season, and I just did not get it. I didn't get into it, and that's not because I didn't like the subject matter. I just didn't get the hype behind the show. Mm-hmm. I understand it now. I did use YouTube to look up the scene where what's-his-name is playing Metallica Yeah, in the Upside Down, or whatever it's called. I thought that was great. But then again, I love Metallica, so. But see, but see, this is Stranger Things for me is this... always one of those movies. It's one of those shows like I can get why people like it, and I'm you know if you like it, more power to you. But I, it's not for me. You know, it's just a show that's like it's good. I can see why, but I don't like it. I I feel like you need to watch the whole episode, including that Metallica scene, because I, you're you're just you're missing pure fun with that just that <laughs> episode that. alone. Yeah, so. But it's just um, one of those things where I'm like, it's it's not my thing, you know? And I'm not going to blame right. anybody for liking it or not liking it, you know? Mm-hmm. If you like it, more power to you. But if you don't, then oh well, you know? I'm. Right. That's not anything I can really do. I just am not a fan. Okay, and this is where, this is where now we're going to switch for this last one for Netflix. Um, let's talk Actually, about... Two more. Two more? Oh my god. Ah. I know, I had another one. The first one I want oh to talk God. about was the series Afterlife, starring Ricky Gervais. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, tell I, me about Afterlife. So Afterlife, if you haven't seen it, is about a man who loses his wife. And he is trying to go on without her. Like, that's what he's trying to do. Now, it's been out since 2019. But the newest season just came out, I believe. If I yeah, season three just came out. And it is one of those movies, you know, not movies, shows, sorry. It hits home to me because my dad, you know, his wife died of breast cancer. My dad died of cancer. Um, his thing is he wants to be grumpy. He wants to, you know, to, he does whatever he wants. He thinks it's his, you know, gift. Well, but other people keep trying to just make him a better person. And he hates it. Right. So, honestly, if you haven't seen it, at least give it a shot. You know, worst kind of stories, you don't like it, but I think you should at least give it a shot. I mean, I gave Stranger Things right. a shot. I give it a good shot. <laughs> I, I still say, hold on, I still say, finish out Stranger Things just for me. But I, okay, here's no. the deal, here's the deal. Finish out Stranger Things, and I'll, I'll watch the entirety of Afterlife, all right? 
Well, watch even it. if you don't watch the entirety, you got to watch at least the first couple episodes because we're get your face style of humor is all throughout that. If you remember, um, um, there was a movie called. Oh, it's been years since I've watched it. Ghost Town. Oh yes. If you remember that movie, where he I, can no, see, I've seen Trey this where he can see ghosts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that one was just a fun movie. I enjoyed it. Um, kind of like that. That same sense of humor. All a little right. better. So. Give it a shot. I if you watch it and you don't like it, that's fine. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it through Stranger Things, to be honest. Just because it's not my cup of tea. It's not my thing. I, okay, I so I know. You, <laughs> and okay, I tried. I tried getting back into it when season three we, came out. We, yeah, we're, we're, we are going to find a horror show together to watch, and. I want to see how what your thoughts are on that one. It's okay. a funny good horror film. This is there's a funny a really good. Well, we can also we can always film. watch Wiley's Wonderland. Oh, that's true too. Yeah, that Nick Cage movie where it's like the FNAF <laughs> knockoff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so. That that that'd be for a different time offline. Mm-hmm. We can. Yeah. Yep. For sure. So, and um, the but, last thing I wanted to talk about with Netflix is a movie that came out in 2022 called The Gray Man. Ooh. It stars Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans, Billy Bob Thornton, and what's her name? Anna de Armas. Mm. Now it's a CIA. It's a it's a convict that works for the CIA. Uh, you know they have this program where they they employ convicts as CIA agents, and they keep dying. And so it just starts, you, uh, a former colleague puts a giant bounty on his head for some reason that I'm not going to give away. And it's just this, it's a good movie. Like, my mom's not a huge fan of those movies, and she really enjoyed that movie. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, but My wife thought okay. it was good, too, so, and you know my mom. Oh, no, She's no, I, a fan of those I, kind of movies. I, yeah, I, I adore your mom, I really do. But this is where we're going to disagree. Mm-hmm. So, The Gray Man... Directed by the Russo brothers was not their best work. Oh, I'm not saying it was their best work by far. I'm just saying I enjoyed it. Okay, and that's fair. That, that's fair enough. There are moments in that film where I was like, "What the fuck?" Uh, especially I what the when I love that ending fight. That was uh, that was that was over the top. It was. Oh well, that, that was, was, that was the point. I mean, you have Chris Evans <laughs> and Ryan Gosling going at it. And it's like, tar, tar, tar. Yeah, no, I, and okay, you have Chris Evans no longer goody two shoes. Chris Evans. Okay, I'll get, okay. So here's the thing: I'll give that film credit where it's due. Chris Evans as the maniacal villain. He plays a good chasing guy, after, yeah. Uh, yeah, chasing chasing after Ryan Gosling and all the wine line corporators that he did in that film. Okay, perfect casting for that character. So, kudos to. Uh, to Chris Evans pulling off an image like I'd never seen before. So, but overall, I do think um, the Gray Man is not the best action film I've seen all year. Oh, oh no! Um, but it was for a Netflix one that came kind of out of nowhere because I didn't see a whole lot of um, 
hype for it or anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't really advertised that I saw. I don't know about you, but I never saw any advertising for it. I, I, I see some. I see some advertising for it, but so, again, I think, it came out of like nowhere, and I was like, you know, for a movie that came out of nowhere, this wasn't half bad. No, like I said, yeah, I'm not, not saying not it's fantastic or you know must see, but I thought it was pretty good. With some of the stuff Netflix has put out lately, they needed something like this to kind of jumpstart because they've been asking so many things and they've been just yeah. Dealing a lot of, with there's stuff. a lot of cancel. Yeah, there's a lot of cancellations on their side too. But that's a whole different topic we're going to talk about in the near mm-hmm. future because there's just a library of worse stuff. Once more information com- is available for us, we can right. Uh, we can take a look. But soon. yeah, no. Yeah, definitely for sure. And and we we I know we're we're gonna I know that this right for me this this is gonna be for recommendations later on. So we're gonna we're gonna push that Hulu recommendation or that Hulu thing I was telling me about for recommendations. So let's push mm-hmm. that to towards the end. Okay. Um but I, I know that we talked a little about the Marvel DC movie slate, but we're gonna wait until the Disney Day. Disney Day. D- yeah, D- September 8th. D12, so. yeah. I And look, and we, we are both uh, anticipating more trailer drops, more information about so. what what Phase 6 looks like. We haven't yeah. seen what Phase 5 And is. I haven't seen any of the new Marvel series. The last new series I watched on Disney Plus was Obi-Wan Kenobi. So. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's okay. But that, that, that was good. That was good. That's good. I love so good. that series. So good. Um, My wife loved that series, and she's not a huge Star Wars really? fan. Really? She loved oh, that wow. series. Wow. Yeah, that... She thought it was really scene, well done. Yeah, seeing Ewan McGregor come back as only one made my heart warm, and just... The, we have to do a spoiler review for that, that series. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that... Definitely for sure. But yeah, no, well, but... The, the, the major thing I'm looking forward to, Phase 5 briefly is blade blade is a film i'm really excited about it comes out next year and they got Mahershal ali as the lead tired lead title of the character they got announced back in 2019 and so they're they're going to be wrapping production soon for that movie and they're going to post production shortly but i'm really excited for blade mm-hmm. so I, my, my hopes are high like i love the first two blade movies Blade Trinity. No, it's it all right. A lot of misses. It's a lot of misses. Well, <laughs> that's wrong, because like, Wesley Snipes was just done at that point. I think. Yeah, I, I think I think like David S. Goyer just kind of like was just like mm-hmm. not really good as a director. Because mm-hmm. like, he's, he's a decent writer. But, but we'll see. This is all going to be a bunch of we'll sees because hopefully all the trailers that were released at the cons, all the trailers that were released anywhere else. Are going to be showing up here on Disney Day, so we'll have to so, do another I mean, podcast I'm, on that. I, yeah, I'm hoping they drop Guardians of Three, Volume Three trailer because that's coming out next year. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited about that. But yeah, no. So we're going to move on from that. Um, and then me and you both have watched the trailer for the Winnie Pooh. It's been over the internet. Uh, People yes. talked about it. We have, Pooh, words. we have words. We have words. It is a movie God. that my wife thinks is an abomination for one oh. <laughs> because you know for the longest time Winnie the Pooh was owned by Disney uh yeah it's true no it longer just it's now public domain and movie rights are out the window 
I so, am really looking forward to this. I think it's going to be fantastic. I'm hoping I, so. I, <laughs> I think it's... Let's take this lovable kid's character. I'm wanting the same thing to happen to the Teletubbies and stuff. Let's go. Let's go real. Let, 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 yeah, let's, let's do... Let's, yes, yes. Like, make, make the so Teletubbies crazy. murderers, please. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so... But... So, yeah. yes. Uh, the trailers which we both just watched actually right before this, just so we can refresh ourselves. We thought it looked good. We're a little, I, I'm a little hesitant. I don't know about you, but I'm a little hesitant on it because I'm afraid that it's either just going to be, it's going to be good or it's just going to be a really bad, like almost not even a B, B horror movie, you know? Mm. It's just going to be meh at best. So I'm afraid look, look, we'll see. Look. We we we've watched Krampus together, okay? And that yeah, movie, that was a mistake. That, yeah, that was a mistake. <laughs> we don't talk about so, that movie. We we don't talk about Krampus ever. So, um, but yeah, the, the, but the the Winnie Pooh Blood and, Blood and Honey it looks bonkers as hell. So, mm -hmm. so we'll see. Well, I'm, it's, I'm hoping it's going to be pretty good, but I'm not positive. Now, the movie I'm excited for, coming out on Roku. And which I'm excited for. Oh, Weird Al Biopic, also known as Weird, this, the Al Yankovic story. This is crazy, right? The fact I is love Weird that Al. first of all... I've been watching yeah, Weird first Al. Of all, I've been listening to Weird Al since mid-90s. Nope, late 90s. Right. So I'm hoping that it's good. Me really too. Look, but, he, but, he, but the... The craziest thing is, though, is dropping on Roku, the Roku yep. channel of all fucking places. And right? guess who's got Roku but channel? I'm, Everybody, because it's free. <laughs> yeah, on on the I have my Roku device right here, and yes, I'm gonna watch it when it comes out. Well, and even if you don't, all, you can go and you can uh, you can go and you know download it on an app or whatever. There's right, ways you right. can watch people. That's what we're trying to say. And yeah, there's, there's, there's ways. We we got our own Roku devices. And and whatnot, uh, but Daniel Radcliffe as Will Rail, Will Al Yankovic inspired casting. And I was telling Nate before the show, like, look, I'm hoping he gets an Oscar nomination out of this because he goes for broke in this film. Mm -hmm. It looks like so. I I'm excited yeah. to see what he brings. And to if the you table. even giggled at Weird Al's uh, stuff, I think you'll probably like this at least somewhat. I. Yes, just the scene alone when he does the whole, the, uh, the Beloga thing. Just... I'm not going to say anymore. I don't want to get sued. <laughs> that, that was, that again, loved it. But then then you got a Dark Horse character in Madonna, which it, it's in the trailer, but uh, we'll, see. we'll see. Like this this film, it it's, could be something else to talk, that we'll be talking about uh, in the near future. So. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. So I, I think that's about it. Yeah, I think that's about it. So now we're gonna finish out the show with recommendations that we have seen, uh, e either from this year or from years past. So I'm gonna start with my first recommendation, um, for on the movie side. Recommendation for the movie side: It's watched at the Adams Family Values. Now that's a sequel. That you should take a page from doing really good sequels, like just the humor from that. 
Yeah, yeah, no, it's no, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> I, I love how the, the after the first Adam Fans movie, they, they build off from that character work and bring it to a higher level for me. Um, just in terms of like story, but also in terms of the mm-hmm. of the actual dark humor in that film. Mm-hmm. So I'm recommending to watch um, the Adam Family Value just because that was the second to last um, movie that Ronald Julie has been in, and him him as Gomez Adams to me will always be one of my favorite characters. Of all time, that that man knows how to seduce his wife in so many ways, and how he does it made me laugh hysterically. So that's uh, on the recommendation. So you can because uh, you want to take lessons from him about getting the wife, or <laughs> <laughs> I had to, you know that he just he had to jab me right there. God damn it, me. Yep. Okay, but what what I'm is your movie recommendation? Yeah, I know, I know. You, I know well, you too. I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard a lot of good things, so I'm going to recommend Prey, the Predator sequel. Not pre-sequel, prequel Ooh, on Hulu. The prequel, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nate and I are actually a fan of the Predator franchise. We've seen them mm-hmm. all. Even the horrible, like, you know, but Alien vs. Predator ones, right? And so, um, but the Prey, I've seen the Prey. I'm not going to spoil it for Nate. But it it does a service to the franchise mm-hmm. and revitalizing the ways you never thought it would. Um, you you'll love how the predator goes berserk in his film, and I'll, that's that's about it. I'm going to leave that there. Mm-hmm. You enjoy. Um, there's Trust another me. one that I'm going to recommend that actually just dropped on Netflix. It's called mm-hmm. Me Time. Stars Mark Wahlberg and Kevin Hart in a buddy comedy. Mm-hmm. Now, now remember, trailer this for is... it. it looks good, but I'm I'm always hesitant when it comes to Netflix movies because the trailers always seem to look really good, mm-hmm. and then the movies themselves are okay. So we'll see. Now it it does have a little Rotten Tomatoes score, but still, it, well, I'm kind of yeah, I'm kind of like, well, yeah, we'll see, we'll see how how mm-hmm. it is when we watch it, but yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then but, there is a new. FX show that I wanted to recommend. If you Ooh, like Rick and Morty, <gasps> like this, it's called Little Demon. I've seen, I seen the trailer for it. If you haven't seen the trailer for it, short, long story short, a little girl, probably about, mm, let's say 14, 15, maybe. If I'm not the oldest, I'm not sure. You know, in the teens. In the teens. In the teens. Is the Antichrist. Her mom was a witch and her dad was a de- was the devil. So and it just released. I haven't seen it yet, but it looks good and I love Rick and Morty. So we'll see. I I mean look that I've seen transport. It looks interesting. It has the same offbeat humor like Rick and Morty. So just like I have not seen uh, Solar Opposites yet. That's, all, that's not also bad. on Google. Yeah so not bad. And I, I, I wasn't a huge yeah. fan of it, but Okay, I should rephrase. My wife wasn't a huge fan of it. She doesn't like any of that stuff, like Rick and Morty or anything right. like that. So, <laughs> but I like it. Yeah, I look. But speaking of Rick and Morty, TV recommendation season five, uh, season five, right? I believe it's coming out. 
think. I yeah, I think the one. Let me double check because I know that they just dropped a um, an appetizer for it. Let me check. Oh, okay, yeah, the Terrified. yeah, the the sixth season is already dropped yeah. already. Uh, not so, yet. A couple more days. Oh, a couple more days. Yeah, it's gonna drop soon, Here but on by the time that Sunday. Yeah. So when when season six drop, I'm really excited to see what they because they they've said they weren't really gonna go uh, on a narrative like learning the storyline because they kept going like mm-hmm. like this up and downwards yeah. and they have like episodes that are not really connected to anything. But after the end of season five, they said, okay, here, here from here out, we're going to try to do our best to connect a lot of stories threads we proposed different seasons. And we're going to tie it all together to have an ultimate finale for that show. Because remember, Rick and Morty has been, uh, had an advance of like, I think 56 to 60 episodes order. And so. I'm not sure. So on that they're, one. They're, um, yeah. But I, but I know that I know they had a huge episode order, yeah. and they're currently they're currently no. This is just my final thought as a recommendation to keep an eye out for. If you're listening to us, most likely you're a fan, obviously, of movies, music, but um, books, but also video games. Mm-hmm. Now there's a video game coming out. Obviously, you have Hogwarts Legacy. You have all the other the big. Also, a video game coming out made by the creators of Rick and Morty called High on Life. Oh my God. You're going to have to look it up if you haven't seen it already. It is fantastic. I'm not going to spoil it here because there's only so much that have been, you know, that's been released. But it looks fantastic. Mm -hmm. So, and it's got some of the same um, voice actors from Rick and Morty. So, right. I think we'll leave that there. I don't have anything else unless you do. I, I all I can say is in terms of TV recommendations, Westworld, check that out. Season four just dropped. And then in the being game era, two games are coming out. I'm really looking forward to um the Calypso project is in the vein of uh Dead Space. Cannot wait for that. That's gonna be fun. It's made by the creator of the of the Dead Space franchise, so cannot wait for that game to drop. And then, last but not least, my most anticipated game of the year is God of War, Ragnarok. This is my this is the game I want to play. Badly, so mm-hmm. yeah. So guys, right. it's been it's been great, Nate. It's always yeah. good to have you on. So, uh, where can people find you on the social medias? So most of my social medias I've shut down just because I had a lot of deals with scams and you know bots and whatnot. So I was just done. Uh, but you can find me at WordPress on our site. Mm-hmm. You can find me on Instagram at NateKWZ400. I post everything from personal to movie reviews to anything. So you can also find me on TikTok now. I, I'm back on TikTok after a long while. Oh, my Oh my God. Same handle as my Instagram. <laughs> I know. I'm on the TikTok doing the floss dance or whatever them kids do nowadays. Yeah. Whatever the kids are doing nowadays, definitely. And, yeah, yeah. De- so definitely, yeah, there. I, 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 yes, I'm a follower of Nate's on TikTok. Just saying, so. <laughs> better be. 
<laughs> but yeah, well, yeah, like and subscribe to the to the podcast. Also, like subscribe to our mm-hmm. uh, review uh, page. Yeah. Follow Nate on Instagram and on TikTok, especially because I've seen some stuff, dude. It's hilarious. So, well, I'd, um, I'd like to think so, but I know I'm not a funny guy. Also. <laughs> I'm trying to get my YouTube and Twitch back up. It's not up yet, but here, hopefully, I'll start getting some more videos and some more streams out. So keep an eye out for that and later. If if this if it's a cross-platform game that we can play together, I'll hop on Twitch just to play a cross-content cross game with you. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, yeah, for me, for me, you can find me on the socials. Uh, yeah. Facebook, you know, it's pretty usual. But I love kind of like... Man 97. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm No, no, you, <laughs> you, 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 I'm easy to find on Facebook. It's not hard. But I also on Go Instagram as well. It's really kind of pathetic. Oh, oh, you know what, sir? You know what, sir? <laughs> We're going to have words after this podcast, all right? I'm just going to Well, because he knows. He knows. It's, it's really pathetic. Yeah. No. Oh, shut up, mate. Well, no, 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 no. He, he knows I'm a love struck fool looking for another struck love struck fool, okay? I need that in my life right now. Ladies, You're married. So. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. But yes, he's not married. I got married before you did. Yeah. I, how dare you, sir? Yep. But uh, yeah, but you know, I I, te- I, I attended your wedding and maybe, mm-hmm. and I'm cried happily, so I'm happy. Well, you know, maybe you should move so. on to Oklahoma. Cheap rent. Uh, good paying jobs. Here, here, You'll have a whole here we lot go more And there's there's casinos out here. There's Native Na- American tribes casinos out here. So that's true. Uh, I'm just saying well, you well, might we'll, find a we'll good talk, job. I, I, uh, okay, I'm telling you. I'm telling you now. We'll Look, talk I'm just trying to hold you up. I'm just saying. I I know you are. <laughs> but anywho, we're getting sidetracked. I'm trying to end this out, this thing with the socials, right? Okay. And anywho, yeah, but I, I you like find... you, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I I know you do. I know you do. Um, let's see here. You can also find me on Instagram at Heart to Heart 4 I don't post on there much, but I'm on there. I do like some some pictures, including from Nate's. Guys, so. he loves spicy nudes. Just saying. I'm not saying anything. I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. And by spicy uh, nudes, I mean he likes noodles, you know, (laughs) with like jalapenos on them. So, you know, (laughs) we're both fat guys. It's okay to make those jokes. Yeah, yeah, we're, 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 (laughs) um, and then, and of course, obviously, you can find me on Twitter at the Don Wyweka. We're, don't follow him there. I'm always, please, please don't. He's he's unless you like me. politics, unless you like politics, which is mostly a politics thing. There, yeah, I do don't, try to post. He's good. He's on. He's on oh, yeah. TikTok. I'm, I'm on, on, I'm videos, on TikTok. Okay. Yeah. 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 TikTok and much is doing a lot better for there because it's just like it's uh, a fun time. You know what? And if the Chinese are stealing our secrets or whatever, like people think, ah, whatever. I don't it's care anymore. Not like, no, I don't it's care not like any place else is gonna not steal. Uh, it's not like it's not like uh, not like a certain you know place ah, they live in that does the same thing. Oh my god! 
Uh oh, we're gonna get canceled yeah. quick. <laughs> we're, we're canceled. We're canceled. No, but no, but no, but seriously though, TikTok. I'm on TikTok. I think what was my handle again? Can't remember. Uh, what's it? Uh, uh, hang on. See you guys. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it, uh, it is. It's it, it is. Yeah, it, it is the the dawn of where we go for. Y R E K A for those of you who can't understand Kiko or you know. Aren't sure how to spell white. Yeah, I do have a speech impairment, so there's that. Yeah. Well, that's all right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I my I think my last post right now is at close to 700 views. There's three more views than it'd be at 700. So Let's see, my last post is at 753. God damn you, no! <laughs> and it was me reviewing a can of Mountain Dew Flaming Hot Cheetos. I saw that, and that, that was, was wild. nasty. <laughs> okay, we're, we're closing it up. We're closing uh, up. I'll stop needling him, at least for now. Just for now. Just for now. Guys, thank you Next guys time, for listening though. to the podcast. Yes. God damn you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for listening to the podcast. My name is Hugo Gomez. Yes. My name is Jensen. And... Thank you guys for listening to Ranching Geeks podcast. I know it's been a long time, but until next time, ladies and gentlemen and non-binary people, may the geek be with you. Catch you around. See ya.